Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And on the September 12th episode of JLL, we had Carney Wilson and Shane So, um, Carney, Carney Wilson, she was so excited to come on air today and let us all know her true feelings about an extremely important subject dear to her heart. How much she hates cats. She fucking hates cats. Don't let Carney Wilson near your cat. She's going to light it on fire, bitches. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. She would never. Why would I even say that? I don't know, but I knew somebody in my own grade growing up. Maybe I do know. I knew somebody who, uh, yeah, he lit cats on fire, allegedly. So I'm sure he's probably murdered a few people by now, but hope he's doing well. All right. So yeah, Carney Wilson is sick of everybody else just like loving cats all the time. What the fuck? You guys have musicals about it? Where's the dogs musical? No, we don't need the Cats musical, and we definitely don't need the Dogs musical. I do not need James Corden as a fucking Dalmatian, okay? I can think of 101 other things I would rather do. So, yeah, Carney, well, it started with Shane and Jeff saying how much they love cats, whatever, before I think the show even started. And because, like, what else are you going to do except sit around and fawn over cats? I understand. I get it. But Carney, she feels justified because she's had way too many traumatic experiences as a kid growing up around cats and rats all the time. Fucking cats and rats and singing scat. I don't know. When I found out that people don't like scat in their car by themselves, you know, like when a song's just musical interlude and you're like, maybe it's just people with severe ADHD. Okay, so back to Carney, back to Carney. She, I think, grew up on a farm because, I don't know, she was surrounded by cats and rats, like, Either you've come a really long way with your success, and that's amazing, or you were very fortunate already to already be on a farm. I just always wanted to be around barns because and grow up on a farm because they have barn kittens for the exact reason that Carney Wilson would hate it. So she also doesn't really give us any justified reason why she hates cats. Like she kind of was trying to say an example, but didn't, you know, like most people get attacked and they have a very specific attack story. I remember the day that whiskers came around the corner, around the kitchen bend. And before I could even move, all of a sudden the claws came shearing out. I don't know. Everyone's so dramatic about it. I never knew what that was like, you know, like how many people have actually been attacked by a cat? Well, now I know. And now I said it. I had to, I was with a friend. We were watching another friend's cat, friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Fuck this fucking cat. 
I would let Carney Wilson near this cat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> go crazy, Carney. Go have fun because that cat is the devil. So I get, I get it. Like it, I went, I went to the bathroom and I, it was following me in, and I was like, oh my god, how adorable! It can't even be separated from me. Like we're already attached at the hip. No, it was literally just deciding if it wanted to eat my hip or if it wanted to go to for that calf muscle. And it went for the calf. The second that I walked out of the bathroom, it just lunged for my leg, would not stop all claws. Every, every, every giant jagger tooth. Oh my God, I'm dramatic about it. Yeah, no, the cat, and it wouldn't get off. And then it was like a movie, you know, where they're trying to like shake off the cat. And it's always, you can tell it's a stuffed animal because it goes flying in the air. Like the possum slash raccoon that I kept talking about yesterday with the orangutan. I didn't even realize until editing it later that I kept on. I was talking about how an orangutan threw a possum or a raccoon. See, I don't even know the facts now. And I just kept on switching the rodents and I didn't even realize. But yeah, such is life. Okay, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, cat attacks really are scary. They are, but did that make me go home and get rid of my own two cats? Like, no, I understand that just like the owner, that cat is evil. Like it just, it added up. So of course I have two little angels at home. Now, anyways, I totally understand Carney's rat complex, on the other hand. I get why she hates rats, because she brings up a childhood memory of her mom screaming them all awake to come clean up a dead rat. I was like, what the, why aren't we asking for more details about this story? She was like, yeah, my mom was like, ah, help, there's rat brains all over the fine china. I can't bother to look, this shit is nasty. Kids, go clean it up now. Like that was, you can tell that was back in the day, back when parents put themselves first and now it has swung to the opposite end of the spectrum. Just ask Nicole Ryan, Nicole Ryan hosting Sirius XM one show. She or two, I don't, whatever channel she got locked into. <laughs> she got locked into her playroom because her husband saw a mouse inside the playroom and didn't want it to affect the cat, the kids. They didn't want the kids to be around the mouse. So he locked his wife inside with the devil, <laughs> with the devil murderous rodent. Yeah. So just, if anything, I think it proves how complex of a person Carney Wilson is because cats kill rats. Like a lot of places have cats for rat control specifically. So if you hate something that also kills something that you also hate, wouldn't you love cats a little bit? Because at least they kill rats. I, I'm Things to talk with Carney Wilson's therapist about. All right. So Oscar, now we move on to Oscar the Grouch. No, Oscar the intern. Actually, no, he's not. He's Oscar the producer. He asked Tracy Tudor to go to a wrestling match yesterday because he used to be a wrestling announcer. And he lets us know that sometimes he sipped on espresso before he would announce. And he says, quote for quote, to get the jitters out. To get the jitters out? 
What the fuck? You mean put the jitters in? Put the jitters back in? Who drinks espresso to get your jitters out? I drink it so that my whole body shakes at like a rapid speed, like I'm on a roller coaster. What the, that's what espresso is for. It's not so that you, you, it's not chamomile tea. You don't just take a sip and be like, all right, Snoop Doggy Dog, what the fuck's up? Like, no, you don't reach that level of chill with espresso. I have so many more questions, so many more questions. And then, no, the questions are going to keep coming because Carney, she was like, oh, Oscar, you don't seem like the type to be a wrestling announcer. And then she asks him to announce one thing. Oh my fucking God, you guys, I've talked about this so many times. Long-term splashes sassers, no, they already know. I find it wild that Oscar never announces whenever we talk about him being an announcer. And so now Carney specifically asked to hear him announce yet again. He has the platform for the umpteenth time to show off his favorite hobby, so he says. And I was like, finally, we get to hear the announcer announce something. And then he pauses. And then he pauses. I'll pause for the fucking ages. He never comes back from the pause. And Carney, being the professional she is, picks up on it and was like, uh, Oscar, you you all right? Do you need to wait till after the break, maybe? And he was like, yeah, I just, I need a second. I need to warm up. What the, what the actual fuck? Warm up for what? You were just talking for 10 minutes. They just interviewed you on marching band and this and that. Like, you've been warming up, babe. Like, what, what do you mean? All you have to do is be like, and in the left corner, we have Carney Wilson on the big mic. Moving to the right side of the JLL studio, we have Jeff Lewis. Now everybody take your seats and get ready for a shout out Shane to start the show! Who's ready to rumble? Woo! And the crowd goes wild! The crowd would have gone wild for you, Oscar, but no, you were a cricket in the wind. Like, (laughs) I don't even know. You were just all chirp and no bite. All chirp and no jump. All chirp and no fucking announcement. No announcing. To say I'm disappointed is an understatement, and I just don't know what to do. From like, we can't keep begging you, and you can't keep warming up. Like, it's just, and now it's not that hard, babe. I love you so much, but like, we're not asking you to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, okay? Don't be an Oscar Mayer wiener about it, all right? Just fucking do a little, uh, little uh, hey! And on the Zoom call, we have Jameson at home faking sick for the umpteenth time. I don't know. You do the announcing. And sorry I called you Oscar Mayer wiener. Love ya, Osk. Um, but yeah, he and then he never even warmed up. We came back from a couple breaks. Oscar never announced anything the entire show. Consider me befuddled beyond belief, and I would like to move on from this. So then we had a game interlude, and I had plenty of time to just calm down, drink some chamomile tea to relieve my nerves. That Oscar bundled up into a bunch, got my panties all knickers into a twist. Oscar doesn't even like for somebody to touch his leg on a date after an hour, but he's okay with getting my knickers into a twist after five minutes. I don't know, Oscar, you might want to reprioritize those priorities. Ties the T's. All right, so moving on, Jeff Lewis talks about his infatuation with Dave and Buster's, and then Sasha walks in. 
and we just drop everything. Hey, Sasha, Sasha Fierce, what's up? I'm like, who, first of all, who the fuck is Sasha? She an intern producer who knows at this point, they're just everywhere. And why are we interrupting our live air to say hello? Why are we giving her such a welcoming greeting, a warm greeting? Like, and then Jeff even goes as far to say one great thing about Jameson having COVID is that Sasha's here. Sasha, Sasha Fierce. And here I was thinking like, okay, uh, weird, but I guess Jeff is making progress because all I can remember is the Naya incident of 2023 when she was two minutes late and we heard about it for the rest of the show. And now Sasha is interrupting on live air again and she gets the fucking welcome wagon. Justice for Naya, justice for Naya. But I guess if it was in the sake of Jeff making progress, it would be one thing. However, it turned into, oh, how does that saying go? One step forward, 10,000 steps back. (laughs) So Jeff mentions that whilst playing whack-a-mole at Dave & Buster's, he was picturing Heather McDonald's face. So I was like, all right, I guess he hasn't changed that much and... I'm still just confused why Oscar can't announce and why Sasha got a welcoming greeting for intruding on live air. Moving on to Carney performing with her daughter at a wine festival. Clearly, I could use a glass or 12 by now. Um, But yeah, there's going to be craft lessons at this festival because what else is there to do in Texas, says Carney Wilson. I mean... (laughs) I mean, ride a horse, save a craft lesson. I don't know. But Carney was livid because her daughter got laryngitis before their premiere performance. And Carney's like, what the fuck? She's so irresponsible. Going off partying before a big show. What the the fuck? Who raised this girl? Oh, wait, it was me. Shit. And Jeff was like, Ew, what the fuck? Just have her lip sync. That's what 79% of other artists do around here. And I love that Carney Wilson, she didn't even think of that as a solution. Like, she is a performer of the ages. She's a professional. And it wasn't even on her radar to lip sync. Like, that's just how you know she's a real ass bitch. Real ass bitch. She's a rab. A rab. Not a rabbi. And not to be confused with a rag. A rude-ass ghost. Rag and rab. Yeah, I might have to workshop these acronyms. We'll work on it. So, moving on, we find out Patrick and Paul asked Carney to promote their podcast that she was featured on, which Carney had clearly already mentioned to Jeff during the commercial break or whatever, because he was very riled up about it. And Jeff was like what the fuck? Like, no, they're going to be here on Friday. They can promote their own shit. This ain't the Patrick and Paul show. Okay. Carney, you promote the shit that you want to promote. And Carney was like, okay. Um, I would like to promote this podcast. I was on recently with Patrick and Paul. (laughs) Ah, no, but, um, it was just like, wolf Jeff. Okay. So Instead of telling Carney at the break, like, hey, I'd rather not promote all of their shit when they'll be doing it again on Friday. 
now instead we're just going to reprimand Patrick and Paul on live air for them asking for some publicity, even though by scolding them, you gave it plenty of airtime. So either way, you ended up giving them publicity. So what's with the attitude? What is with the attitude, Jeff? Why be such a fuddy-duddy about it? You're being a fuddy-duddy, okay? Like, if it's that big of a deal, Jeff, just tell Carney no. Be like, no, babe, we're not going to promote that, okay? Like, we need to get you a PR manager, one that works as close with you as Shane, because you paint yourself as an arsehole and then ask why everyone thinks you're an arsehole. And I love you. I love a good arsehole every now and then, but it's just like, damn, like, why do you have to roast your friends? All that you just got through all the Heather McDonald shit. And now we have to be like, Patrick and Paul, don't advertise your podcast, but here we are advertising. You know, like it's one of those things where if you're going to do something anyways, then change your attitude and just make sure you have a good attitude about it. I don't know. That's just something I've learned in my 31 years on this planet, but what the fuck do I know? All right. So next up, Auntie Anne called in. Auntie Anne, she stopped making pretzels for a minute, put down the pretzel press and picked up the phone line to let us know that she booked a hotel in Vegas with her friend. And, and it's also not Auntie Anne from the pretzel, Auntie Anne pretzels. No, it's just a lady named Anne. Lady, the, the lady and the other Bolin girl. Was it Anne Bolin? Is that a lady? And I mean, obviously dead, but yeah, she, oh my God, she was the queen. You go, bitch. Queen of England. All right. So, oh, <gasps> execution. She was beheaded. No, 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 no. That's my biggest fear. I'm so glad I wasn't born in the 1500s. All right, let's get out of this beheading. Um. Okay, so I'm going to behead metaphorically Auntie Anne right now. No, I'm kidding, but kind of not really. So Anne calls because she wants to see Jeff, but she didn't get a ticket to BravoCon and now they're sold out. And she also hates all the other Bravo liberties going and really only cared about seeing Jeff. So like, okay, yeah, Jeff might do a separate event for any Trump's attending, but he also might not. Okay, let's be real. He might not. And it sounds like he's already has one foot out the door like he's going the first day he clearly doesn't want to be in there when things start to get all crazy so which is very smart move very smart move it's gonna be oh my god the sins that go down in that city on that night that weekend i don't even want to know but i do but i do ew um okay so Anne, back to Anne. like you got a hotel in vegas on a weekend that an event is being held where you hate everybody at that event? What? what? Talk about being befuddled. Like, riddle me that. Riddle me that. What kind of plan is that? Like, again, just come to me if you need advice. Like, you have a better chance of flying to Los Angeles, California and posting up at High Tops for a few days if you're trying to hang out with Jeff motherfucking Lewis, okay? Like, why are you booking Vegas hotel rooms on one of the busiest weekends of the year for them when it's going to be, you don't even know if you're going to see Jeff? Like, no. Babe, go to California. Just go to Carl's Jr. Have you not learned anything? Like <laughs> Jeff Lewis will always be at a local Carl's Jr. in the Los Angeles County area <laughs> at least once, if not four times per week. 
Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Look, Jeff admits that him and Stu have put on relationship weight and so have I. So have I. Minus the relationship part. Oh my God. So I have nothing to blame except delicious fucking food, which I want to go eat now. Now. Right now, bitch. I've got no legs, bitch. All right, so tomorrow I'm going to switch it up and I will be recapping the Pete and Sebastian show, episode 57D. Just YouTube it, Pete. Corielli, Sebastian Maniscalco, world-renowned comedians, fucking hilarious. Bobby Lee's going to be on. He was on end just like that as well. Uh, did he have a great role in that show? Uh, did anybody have a great role in that show? That's to be debated for the ages. Actually, no, it's not. Debate's over. No one had a good role in that show. But um, um, even that kitten, including that kitten. So for once, Carney Wilson and I would probably agree, no cats ever needed to be adopted and take up all the screen time with Carrie Bradshaw. All right, so yeah, P and Sebastian show tomorrow, and then on Thursday, I'll kind of do a double recap of it all, of Jeff Lewis. We'll be back to Jeff Lewis on Thursday. But even if you don't listen to P and Sebastian, listen, because we'll just have some fucking fun. But also, it's free to YouTube their show, and it's hilarious. So I love you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow with another recap. Love you forever. Have the best day ever. Love you. Love you. Bye. Splash. 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 I should say